Welcome to Hashtag Love Yourself. I'm your host, Jesse Jobson, and I'm going to guide you on your personal journey towards self-love. Hi, my beautiful souls. Welcome back. Today's episode, we're going to talk about self-forgiveness. And I know that this is a heavy topic because I just did tons of research on it and it has... um, not only blown my mind um, how big and important to self-love, self-forgiveness is, but just how um, easily self-forgiveness can go um, out the window, like under the radar, like without us really noticing um, that it's, it's actually a really important thing and a really big key to our health and our happiness. Um, So I'll just dive in with all the information. So to start off, self-forgiveness, what is is it exactly and what does it entail? Um, So forgiving the self, which enables you to separate you from the choices you have made in the past. Um, And that might sound really simple, right? But I think that it's a really big topic. And the reason why is because I think on... Um, on many ranges of levels, people don't forgive themselves. And when I was doing this research, um, you know, majority of the people that I found um, talking about really needing to forgive themselves, um, people being super vulnerable with their own personal stories, uh, were people that had climbed like amazingly large, like boulders in their way with self-forgiveness where like, you know, like someone had murdered their family members and they had to like, you know, not only forgive the person, but they had to forgive themselves. And, um, same thing with like, you know, or someone they knew, you know, they were mad at them and then that person committed suicide and then they, they had to forgive themselves for not being there for the person when they, you know, felt like they needed to. Um, so self-forgiveness can go from like really large dramatic experiences like that that really are like traumatizing and like really play a large role in your life or it can come down to little things um every day that like i think we kind of take for granted right um just like for me personally just being like a mom and you know desiring to be the best mom that i could possibly be for my children And then, um, you know, in the heat of the moment when, you know, everything's going wrong and people are screaming and like, you know, just like everything's getting out of hand. And then you snap and you scream and you sound just like your mom, you know, and um, that's a thing that I have to, you know, on a daily basis. Now I'm recognizing when I'm getting into this self-love and practice of self-compassion, I'm getting into um, forgiving myself for for those things that I didn't realize were adding up over time, you know, that I um once or twice, you know, throughout the years them happening, but they they're building up upon each other and getting to the point where like now when I'm looking back on, you know, little moments like that, I'm just really struggling to forgive myself and feel feel okay with the kind of mother that I am because in my head I have like, you know, these tallies on a scoreboard that say, you know, you yelled, you know, on this date about this little thing that these little boys didn't deserve your, your screams or, you know, you got frustrated when the dog pissed all over the couch and, (laughs) you know, um, so like I said, it, it doesn't have to be like an earth shattering thing that you are depressed over, um, 
someone losing their life. Um, it can be, you know, little things that we, you know, maybe not calling a friend on their birthday because you were so wound up with everything that's in your schedule and then that's all you can think about every time you see your friend. It can be something as small as that. And it's really important to do this work and to, um, to forgive yourself and to get into practice of forgiving ourselves and how to do that. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, the first thing I thought we would talk about or start um, with is why is it so necessary in our lives? Well, the first reason you guys can probably, you know, guess is because it's part of loving yourself because it's really part of that house of self-compassion um, and being healthy. So um, if you're having compassion for yourself, you're, you know, doing the things like forgiving yourselves when you make, when you make a mistake. Um, the next one is allowing yourself um, to make peace um, and learn from the past because um, the past is something that doesn't just happen once I've found, I figured out, right? The past can repeat itself, not just in circumstances in the 3D reality, right? But it can repeat itself again and again in your mind and you can end up living the same traumatic horrible conversation that you had with someone you loved or an embarrassing moment, right? Um, you can end up reliving those things on repeat in your brain and it doesn't do you or anyone you love any good to replay those and to feel all, because what happens, your brain doesn't know that you're just remembering it. Your brain is reliving it and then sending off all the chemicals in your body for you to, um, have that experience again chemically within your body. And so then think about it on another, a spiritual level, right? Your energy, the same thing, right? Since you're having the thought, it's creating an energy reaction and that your energy is changing based off it. So you're, you're, that's essentially how we're creating our reality around us too in the future, right? Is that we're, you know, thinking these things and magnetizing those types of experiences again and again and again in our lives. And so... Um, forgiveness is a way to kind of cut that out. It's a way to stop reliving the past, right? And to make peace with it and then to learn from it. Because honestly, to tell you the truth, there is no, there's no such thing as, um, like, like to learn, you have to make mistakes, right? And so you can't be perfect in, in everything that you do. Because if you were, that would be a waste of, coming down to earth, right? I mean, there's people that can be excel and do wonderful things in different areas of their life, but that doesn't mean that every single step that they take on this planet is going to be perfect because if it was, we wouldn't come down here to, to begin with because that's how it is up there. The whole purpose of coming down to earth is to experience the everything, you know, to experience the bad, to push us and to push our energy and our souls further beyond what we have known, what we have been before, right? And the only way to do that is to experience resistance. So so that resistance is purposeful and it's needed and you need to make mistakes. You need to bump your head. You need to stumble all over yourself, all over this world, all over other people sometimes, right? And that's why, you know, they always talk about no judging is because really everybody's on a different trajectory, on a different path to do different things. And that really truly is, um, you know, like a unique 
line of thing and events that are going to happen for you to bump into. And it's not going to be the same for someone else you know. So just because they're having a hard time in one area doesn't mean that you should ever judge because that's not your area to be bad in. That's maybe your area to excel in and be good in. And you have your bad area. Everyone has their bad areas. Everybody has their good areas, right? So just know that that's not their high suit. Like that's not where they're the best suited. And that's okay. That's where they're learning. And that's exactly where they're meant to be for this lifetime. And um, another reason why it's super necessary is because we all desire, and actually I kind of think it's like, I think it's purpose for every single person on this planet. I would, I would really be like another rabbit hole that I'd have to go down to like really discover like every single person, but I'd say majority of this planet um, is it's part of their purpose to have healthy relationships or to have relationships in general, right? Um, and so the first step to being able to forgive others and have those healthy, like where you can like, you can give someone else grace when they bump and mess up, right? In your relationship with you. That doesn't mean them constantly tripping and pushing your boundaries and, and be disrespectful. But when someone does mess up and wants to work through being a better portion to the relationship, um, then forgiving them will be a lot easier if you can forgive yourself. The first step to being able to forgive others is actually to forgive yourselves. And I think that we kind of put those two in the wrong order, right? Everybody's always teaching us to forgive everybody else for, you know, doing you wrong. Um, I know for me personally, that's how it was, is I, I always thought of forgiving other people. I never thought that I needed to turn that around and forgive myself for my the part I played, even if it was a really small part in the story. Um, I need to forgive myself for maybe enabling their behavior in the very beginning for them to become so abusive or whatever it might be for them or that situation, right? Um, so, and then just on a like personal note for me, um, you know, I think that, you know, when you become a parent, right? I'll never forget when the first time I saw my firstborn and um, I had already been a mom at that point because I'd been a stepmom, I had been a, a dog mom, you know, so I had, I had already gotten my feet wet, I guess you could say, right, um, in the mother department. But the one thing I felt like really honed in for me personally when I saw my son for the first time was that um, I could feel his perfection. And I, could, I knew that without a doubt that he was the most perfect thing that this earth had ever seen. Um, and since that was true, I knew that that had to be true for every single person on this planet. There's nobody that doesn't, that doesn't arrive as a child and doesn't have a mother, right? I mean, every, but even if something happens, you still have to come through the womb. You have to, there's no way to not come through a womb. Okay. And, um, and so I knew in that moment that I had to be the best version of me, um, or at least try my hardest, right. To teach him to, so that he could be the best version of him. And, and so um, doing that, w one of the things in being the best version of me is knowing that I don't want to hand my pain to my children. I don't want to um, live out um, my, tr I don't want to um, hand down my trauma to them um, through, you know, you know, reenacting what I experienced, you know, growing up with my mom or, or my dad. And I think that we do that a lot as 
you know, people, just human beings, right? We, we, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. And even something that we don't desire, we usually end up becoming it, right? Because it's energy, everything's energy. And you're around things enough that it, it's natural. That's like natural law, right? That you become, you know, like attracts like, and, and if you're around something enough, you will end up forming like it. And that's why they say, pick your friends wisely. You know, um, you know, that as parents, you want your kids to be around good, happy, healthy kids. You don't want them to be around kids that are cussing and, you know, disrespecting parents and all that kind of stuff. Because when you're around people enough, you pick up on, on, on behavior and energy and things like that. And another thing that I thought was really beautiful, a quote that someone said when I was doing this research was, um, many times we don't know our trauma because it was someone else's. So, so most of the time that we're running around, you know, living this trauma and it's not even ours. It's, you know, our parents or our grandparents or something that way down the line that we, we didn't even actually experience it, but we're living it out. You know, we're like um, having it come up in our lives. So... So that's something to think about. And then another really good quote that I loved um, when I was finding things on forgiveness was, um, when you heal yourself, you heal your parents, you heal your kids, you heal um, your friends, and you heal everyone that knows you. And I felt like that, that was just, it spoke to me so much and it was so powerful because I'm doing so much healing in my own life right now. And um, I know so many people right now that are doing healing and I just keep reminding them that it's not just, they're not just doing this selfishly, that this is a collective thing. We're all doing it and you're, you're affecting every single person. So I think that, I always think that that's so beautiful to think of. If you can't do it for yourself, know that it's not just affecting just you. Um, so, um, oh, one more thing. Um, um, and this was kind of kind of like intertwined in the previous ones, but I'll say it again just for good measure because I think it's really important to remember. Um, another reason why we want to be self-forgiving is because it releases our past, right? Um, so that you don't keep manifesting the same story in your life. And I think that, that one, that was like a personal one that I kind of just came up with on my own. And it's because um, that's one of the main reasons why I went down this self-love journey was because I was noticing um, tons of similarities on repeat in my life, right? And I just got sick of having abusive people in my life and attracting, you know, abusive behavior from, you know, you know, I love everybody. And I, you know, some of the people that were really abusive and really toxic were people that I loved you know, dearly to my heart. And it's sad to have to like cut them out of my life. But that's the thing is, um, I was attracting those types of people, you know, cause like attracts like, because I was used to being a victim my whole entire life. I was used to being, um, you know, having to put up on the defense. So of course people that, you know, are good at being bullies are going to see you coming a mile away and it feels cozy for them to be around you and you feel cozy being around them. So, so just, you know, that desire to like, I don't want to relive this with another, another set of people in my life. I want to attract healthier people in my life. I want to attract health from the people I know in my lives. Right. So, um, so that making sure that you're attracting and creating the story of your life that you desire. So now how, let's get to like the big, 
important part of how to forgive. And I think that this, um, there's many ways to go about forgiving, but when I looked at, when I did research and I looked at like actual psychologists and how they teach it, um, they all did it exactly the same. And it was really interesting. I found it on so many different websites, so many different YouTube videos by psychologists. Um, they all did the same thing. They had different um, words for the same exact types of things and I'll go over it. They call it the four R's. So they had different R's in place of those different four things, but they were all the same instructions, which was kind of cool. So you know you're getting the real deal here. I, I did the research for you. <laughs> um, so the four R's um, starts off with, the first one is res taking responsibility for your part. Um, and really truly you know, I think that that's where a lot of people maybe shy away from self-forgiveness, right? Or even forgiving others, right? Because when you have to stare into what has really happened in a situation that, you know, maybe felt so nasty or traumatic or awful for you, um, sometimes it's hard to look in there and say, yeah, look at the part that I was actually playing, right? Um, look at what I, look at my part in it, right? Take, taking responsibility is, can be kind of daunting sometimes, especially if it was a really big thing, right? Or if it was like something that um, is really far from what you desire to be. Like if your behavior was so far, like my example with my children of like, you know, snapping at them, in moments of like high stress, right? It's so far from everything that I desire to be as a mom. And so I think that's why it's so hard to forgive sometimes because when you have to sit down and think of the responsibility that you, of your part that you played, it can be overwhelming and it can make you feel really sad. Um, but I think that embracing that and just saying that we didn't come to have this life like handed to us on a silver platter. We didn't come for that. We came to get our hands dirty and, um, and not that it's okay. And you'll see in the other R's that it, it doesn't say that it's okay, but taking that responsibility and saying, I'm human. This is a human life. This is a human experience that I'm having. And, and I was being human and, and I have learned that behavior. Right. And, um, being being okay with taking on that responsibility, I think is really key and really important. So um, the next one is remorse for what you have done. And this was really, really key um, to, um, you know, even in self-forgiveness and in, because I did research on both, on self-forgiveness and forgiveness of others, right? And they kind of went hand in hand for the self and forgiving of others. So um, just know that those are actually really linked. They're kind of like little twins that they hold on to each other. Um, it's really hard to do one without the other. Um, so um, I would say start with yourself. And that's why I'm starting with this as the podcast, because I maybe we might do um, a forgiving others podcast next or later. But I think it's really important to start with the self because um, I don't really, I as I learned I don't really see 
full forgiveness if you can't forgive yourself and forgive your part, right? But um, they talked a lot about how remorse was really important in in a true, like a true apology to someone else. So like when you're forgiving someone else and if you're just doing it because someone else wants you to or it's the right thing to do or whatever, you're not really going to feel remorse, right, about what you've done. And that's how I always kind of like detect if it's a real apology from someone else because I can feel other people's energies. And if I, if they're talking to me and I feel no remorse, it's kind of almost like a waste of our time, right? Because their majority like majority of the time they're just gonna repeat they're gonna be a repeat offender and it's like that signal in my brain like there's no remorse here so you most likely will do it again because you don't you know you don't feel bad about the fact that you've done it in the first place um and so the biggest thing is remorse when you're doing this self-forgiveness is remorse for what you've done but remorse for just your part you can't have remorse for the whole entire situation like we've talked about before in other podcasts we are a we're a puzzle piece right we don't just like circumstances don't just involve only us and our desires and our intentions and our messed ups and our mistakes and it's like a perfect recipe with other people and we can't do it alone and we're not doing it alone. It's never happening alone. And people want to sometimes bow out of the relationship and be like, oh, she was the problem or he was the problem. You know, they're messed up from their childhood. But you were in the situation. So regardless of what role you played, right, or what your part was, you were still a part of it for some reason. So have remorse for whatever part that is, even if it was a really tiny piece. Have remorse for being like, oh man, like, you know, that person had a really hard life and I just, I set them up really well to fail. I set them up really well. You know, I um, wasn't thoughtful about where their background was and where they came from and, you know, how, you know, their home life was as a child. And I played right into that. I did, I, you know, did these things that, were really big triggers for them and I wasn't even thoughtful of that. I wasn't even conscious to to how they must have been feeling um, when I, you know, when I was doing what I was doing. So even if it was like unintentional and you didn't have any intention to hurt them, like recognizing those pieces was of like, well, you know, you know, I I didn't even I wasn't even aware. I was I as a friend, I I didn't check in enough and get to know them enough to know that that was a trigger for them. That was a wound that I was opening. Um, I want to be a better friend by, you know, knowing them more, getting to to know them on a deeper level so that I can watch out for those wounds and that I don't step on them and break them open and, and, and pain them because in my heart, I love them, right? Even if it was a really unintentional thing, right? So um, that's really important, having remorse. Um, the next one was rectify when possible. Um, so, or amend or learn. So when they talk about, when they would talk about the rectifying, they would talk about, so if there is a way that you can rectify the situation, there's not always going to be one or make an amends, right? There's not always a chance for that. And sometimes like, like you, you know that people just leave relationships. They'll ghost you right after you do, you know, have a big, you know, problem. 
They don't want to be in relationships that um, show them any type of real concrete, you know, um, let's, hey, we got to work this out. They're, nope, I'm done. And they walk away, right? And so in those cases, there might not be a way for you to actually rectify what has gone on if it involves somebody else, right? Um, or make an amends with them. But um, the last step of learning, you know, you could then just decide, okay, well, next time I want to do this kind of behavior with friends or, you know, or a partner, or I want to do this. Um, but if there is a way to be able to like go and apologize or say sorry and, um, you know, really truly show them that, you know, um, you do want to do better next time and that you have the remorse and that you are taking the responsibility, that's really important. Um, and then the next one is release or renew some, all the other, some of them we're calling it, um, renew. Um, so release the past hurt. So essentially, um, you know, making a conscious decision that you're not going to relive it and bring it into your present over and over and over again, release it and just say, you know, every day is a chance to be a better person. I don't need to hold on to this thing to, you know, pull me down, weigh me down and make me feel crappy about myself and make me loathe myself, make me constantly, you know, feel um, like I'm on a lower energy. So accept your imperfections and move on and release it because um, we're all humans. We're all, uh, we all have, all have these imperfections. And, and, you know, it's so funny. I remember one time a good friend of mine was telling me that um, you know, nobody's perfect. And I looked at him and I go, well, I am. And he looks, he starts laughing. He goes, you're joking. And I said, no, I, I'm really imperfect. I think I'm perfect. And he, he goes, no, you don't. And I argued him and I just said to me, being imperfect is perfect. And, and it really truly is. I mean, like twist that around in your, in, you know, the, make that a pretzel in your brain. Right. But it really is like true is like, our imperfections is what makes us perfect. And when I see someone being vulnerable and showing their their imperfections, to me, that is so beautiful and so perfect. Like, it's the most beautiful thing. So um, that was the research that I had done, um, like I was saying, on the four R's. And so I think that's really important. Like, one um, thing that you can do, one takeaway that you can do is, like, you know, take a piece of paper, sit down with a pen and pencil, go over those four R's and really um, list out. So like go over a scenario that you feel remorse over, that you feel like you haven't forgiven yourself for and write down in those areas, go to over the four R's and just write it out, right? And then if that doesn't make you feel like, like you've like were able to release it or find peace with it. Another activity that I have found people doing to forgive themselves or forgive others that I think is really super powerful is the forgiveness letter. So the forgiveness letter, the steps of it is that you first write a letter um, coming from your perspective of what happened, right? And telling like from your perspective, like this is what happened. This is how I felt about it. This is what I meant to do. This is what I, you know, like this is how, how, where I'm coming from on it. Okay. Take that letter and then take another piece of paper and be your friend that's replying to the letter. So write that letter as if you're like telling somebody, like you're telling another person, but it's really going to be telling you. Right. And then on the second step in the new 
piece of paper in the new letter, you're going to be the friend and you're going to respond to your letter, your first letter of, you know, like what you've done and what you want forgiveness for. And I want you to write out like what a friend would say to you and like the advice that you would give someone else, like just take yourself out of being you for a minute and really look at it from a place of like empathy and giving yourself grace and giving yourself that, you know, love and kindness of what is really true because I think sometimes like when we're in it and we're feeling those emotions and we're thinking about it it, we can't get out of our like emotion about it and our heads and our like the guilt right but if we put it on paper and then we kind of remove ourselves and we're like thinking about it as like giving that person advice like it's someone else we can really think logically and we can really come up with some really good ways to like retrain your brain and say like yes I know that that is something that you don't want to do, right? But think of all the ways that you are living what you are wanting. Because at the basis of that, what you're wanting is, like for me, right? At the basis of it, I'm wanting to be a loving, kind, happy, joyful mom that that gives my children a childhood that they are free from pain, right? And what I would say that to in my opposing letter would just be, you are doing that in every other moment besides these hard moments. You are doing that. You are living to that 99% of the time you're living up to exactly what you're wanting. So this 1%, yes, let's try every time to be better, to be softer, you know, give yourself that moment though, you know, and, and be okay with, I made a mistake and this is just screaming loudly to me that I want to be better. So, so that, that activity. And then essentially I feel like in those two letters, right? Not only do you get something out, like it's really a powerful activity to like get something out on paper. That's why they always say like, if you have a problem with someone, you don't even have to send the letter to someone, but if you just can write out like all your feelings onto a paper about a situation, it was, can really heal you in many ways. So I think that, the, and it's doubly, you know, um, helpful when you can then actually come up with those ideas on your own and say like, no, look at you, sister. You are thriving. You're loving. You're kind. You're the most, you know, amazing mom I know. So, it, you know, remember that during those hard moments that just, it's okay. Stay calm. Forgive yourself, you know. So yeah, that's all I had on self-forgiveness. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope that you have a wonderful day, weekend, and don't forget, love yourself. All right, take care, bye.